You're listening to the Precision Shooting Podcast, discussing all aspects of precision and long-range rifle shooting. This episode is brought to you by Impact Dynamics. And now, over to your hosts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hello and welcome to the Precision Shooting Podcast. This is an episode... um, that's a bit special, actually. We've we've started off. I've been starting on the back foot. We were laughing as we we kicked into that. Uh, I have a very special guest for this episode, Simo from Hunting HQ. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. Thanks for having me back, mate. Oh no, dramas, mate. This is uh, this is a bit more intimate this time. Although you're all the way over the other side of the bench, but but yeah, you know, it's just us. Well, it's all in the eye contact, mate. <laughs> You're making me nervous now. <laughs> oh, very good, mate. Hey, look, I'm, thanks for coming uh, coming around and uh, and having a chat. Uh, I've got I've got a bunch of questions for you, but but generally, how's things? Yeah, pretty good, man. Pretty good. I've I've had a a bit of a hectic day today. I had eleven hours uh, out on the job today, and uh, yeah, right. With the chainsaws and the bobcats and stuff, and that's why I'm sort of my note. I'm a bit nasally, so I'm doing a <laughs> I'm doing a, a man with the golden tonsils impression. Tonight. Oh, good! Someone yeah. someone has to. We always yeah. need a Kermit in the room. We miss him. <laughs> he's yeah. been struck down with a, something horrible. Oh, is he? Yes, oh, he's not no, well. No good at all. Yeah. Oh well, there we go. So, Honey HQ, how's it all going, mate? Yeah, it's good actually, and it's surprised us all. Yeah? yeah, you've clicked over just over a year, haven't you? Bit, yeah, bit year we now. are about fourteen months now. So wow, it's maturing. It is well, <laughs> something has to. Your last it's episode not. was a bit more mature. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I know, but uh, you know, yeah, we but we and we still uh, no. I'll, in all seriousness, yeah, uh, we still we still going, and we, and we didn't think we would be, yeah. Uh, and we got some sort of uh, get some really good feedback, and and mm. people seem to be digging it, and it's good. Um, and especially when uh, someone goes off the rails, you know, when one of us has a few too many grogs, and <laughs> so I don't know if that's the same with your podcast. If people sort of tend to get into it a bit more when someone's a little bit too loose, but oh, we we certainly get comments, mate. We <laughs> but, uh, we, uh, we we probably haven't reached the uh, the the. Highlights of our uh, podcast, or not podcast. That was a, the thing. Our audiobook reading of uh, the Rodney Mays book Impact. Which uh, <laughs> so I'll, you're releasing I'll, that in the dribs and drabs? No, there, it's or? just gone out to our patrons. And uh, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's um, we we yeah. It was good. It was good fun. There, there yeah. would have been by now. Uh, there would be a little preview out there for, for mm. people of us yelling at each other. Um, I'll, yeah. I'll play it to you a bit later. I'm sure. But, <laughs> oh, it's good, mate. Yeah. So, no, no. But actually, we, yeah, our, the response has been really good. Been really good. Fantastic. Yeah. That's yeah. good because I'm. I know you were a bit nervous starting it, and how did it all come about? Oh well. Um. I don't remember. I reckon we were just. I reckon <laughs> no. It was. It was Greg and I were talking about it. Yeah, uh, and we were in his shed with a couple of cans of one hundred and one. Of course, yeah. Uh, believe it or not, I, I believe uh, it definitely. But but we yeah we were just we were, he was just showing me uh, he just got his uh, neck chamfering tool and he was just running me through that how you set the neck chamfering up and stuff for your reloading. Sure, yeah. And we just got talking and 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 said, oh, you know, maybe we should uh, do a hunting podcast, but. But we'll just set it up like you're sitting around the campfire with your mates and mm. having a few beers and just talking garbage. Mm. Uh, and so I guess the idea too is 
one, you can talk through a lot of stuff that you're looking towards and yep. and and wanting to achieve with your hunting. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that you can sort of provide a platform for guys who might be just starting out or guys who might be interested in going down the particular branch that you're into. Yeah. Um, and as it turns out, that's been really, really good. Um, we've we had a lot of good luck with our Instagram page too mm-hmm. because there's three of us feeding it. So like you just wouldn't catch up. If it was just you, you'd be on yeah. the bloody thing all day. But there's three of us feeding it. So we also – encourage people to get in touch with us and, you know, even if it's just, mm. to, just to rag on us and give us grief. <laughs> to get a bit of that? Yeah, big time. <laughs> Especially me. Uh, good. It's mainly so, the moustache and being left-handed. Well, it's, the, it's, it's, it's uh, mainly being left-handed. But, um, <laughs> I wonder where that's being driven from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did hear these other blokes on another podcast were giving me shit about being left-handed too. Oh, that's no good. You have to t- yeah. take it up with them, mate. You should, <laughs> yeah. you should definitely, uh, definitely confront them about that. Uh, that's yeah. unfair. I mean, that's just the way you're born. That's right. Superior in every way. <laughs> All right. Let's not go that far. Let's not go crazy about this. <laughs> yeah. But you see, now uh, um, we sort of developed that rapport with with people mm. that sort of listen to us. So, yeah, it's good. We, we, we've got a... We've got a uh, a really good sort of relationship with people that listen, and yep. you know, people say, "Oh, when's the next one coming out?" You know, because I don't always get it out on time, and you know what it's like oh, yourself yeah. with your with your editing. Schedule sometimes a time that's you know fluid. So yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes the editing, if if everyone's a little bit loose, yep. you know, like sometimes our podcasts go for two hours, yeah, and it takes me five hours to edit them because yeah, because you've you sort of got to cut a lot of stuff out. Mm. Uh, and then try and string them together and you sort of, so. Especially when you get to that point, you're going, these are not words we're using. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so, uh, um, it, but, but yeah, but, but we've, we're getting a sort of really good sort of two-way connection mm. with our, with our, with our punters as well. So, so everyone's super keen, uh, to, to sort of engage with us. So it's really good. Yeah. And, yeah. and. So the the connection between you, the Rum Baron, and Greg—that's mm. that's been a long term connection, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's well, Greg and myself, we were went to the same primary school. Wow. Yeah. And we played like soccer together <laughs> when we were seven years old, sort of thing. So, wow. so that's that's very long standing. And then, mm. as far as the three of us goes, that was how high, old was Greg was at the school. time? It would be well, what, late fifties. <laughs> No, I was older than him, but he he did don't, have don't a, ever, but he, don't ever but admit he did, to that. But he did have chest hair. <laughs> that point. So you know, he was it was right, a, good. He, he looked a lot older than he was. Yeah, <laughs> still does. Still does. Okay, so primary yeah. school. Yeah, so it goes goes back a long way, man. Mm. So. And and were you were you hunting back then? Was that was that of interest or shooting oh, or well, anything? I mean. You know, I was always trying to make bows and stuff out of bamboo and, mm. you know, um, pinching dad's plumb bob lines and stuff and cutting <laughs> down bamboos and, yeah, you know, and trying to solve the problems of the bamboo splitting when you stretch it too far, you know, when you <laughs> bend a piece of bamboo too yeah, far, it cracks, cracks and splits. Yeah. So trying to solve problems like that and, you know, so it's always, <laughs> always been. It's always been present. Always. Always, yeah, yeah. and sh- and like Shanghai's, you know, yeah, just <laughs> making Shanghai's from as soon as I could 
you know, figure it out, you know. So mm. that's how that's how it started. It's always been there and I, I don't know where it came from and, you know, always eating funny birds and <laughs> trying to, you know, <laughs> trying to have a little fire in the backyard and eat these birds and stuff without mum cottoning on. and Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's hard to get away with, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what and, are you doing? Have you been lighting fires? No. No, of course not. No. And <laughs> and so obviously you well, taking from that, your family wasn't into that so much. No, I mean, not, not at that all. many families are into eating all weird birds, but you know, yeah. in general. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Um I in later life, uh an uncle of mine who happens to be Marty's second husband? Mm-hmm. He's a mad shooter, and and uh, okay, uh, but that wasn't you know I didn't it was, it was have strong. that relationship until I was sort of seventeen. Yeah, right. So it was, yeah. it was quite present prior to that. Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah. and just just couldn't get enough of it. And, and you know, once I got given a Diana one seven seven air rifle oh, yes. at the age of nine, that's it. It was, was all it. over. Yeah, that was it. Just where'd you get that from? Um, a friend of the family's just thought because yeah. he'd we'd go over there and he had a couple of daughters, mm-hmm. and this would be nine or maybe ten. But anyway, he had uh, he had Luger and Colt forty five and no, oh, okay, he had the words. and he'd just say, "Oh, g'day, son, how's it going? Here, you go play with these." Yeah. So obviously, obviously, you yeah, know, safe yeah. and uh, you know. Um, just in case anyone's going, oh, he's giving it. <laughs> uh, but you know, there, there's it was no, controlled. Yeah, it's it controlled. Yeah, totally. But, but and he'd, he'd show me how to strip them down and put them back together and get me to clean them and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, right. Yep. Um, Ended up but, giving you one. No, sadly. No. But, uh, well, no, the air rifle. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. You, I was thinking about Colt forty five. That's my dream. That'd be like <laughs> someone give me a Colt forty five. Be like, oh, there you oh, go, listeners. I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, um, but but I've just always loved them, and I've mm. always loved shooting and archery. And if I haven't had guns, which I didn't have um, in my late twenties and early thirties when I was travelling, mm. always had a bow. Always had a bow. Or, yeah, always had a bow, and then always just had a had a a drawer full of knives as well. You know, just yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because you sort of every I just keep. Getting drawn back into it mm. through life, it's it's an it's a sort of interesting 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 journey journey. Yeah, I guess the way things happen, you know, you sort of get pulled in one direction and then yep. you end up somewhere else where you get you know you sort of plunge back into the, mm-hmm. the hunting or wanting to source your own meats or you yep. know. So okay, uh, yeah, it's been it's been an interesting interesting sort of journey. Yeah, and so you you you. <laughs> Played soccer with Greg when you were seven. Yep. And and you were starting yep. to get interested in hunting in that sort of time frame? Around. Around then? Yeah. Around. Then. And did you guys ever hunt together in that? I mean, hunt, whatever we call it, when, when you're seven or eight or nine and <sighs> got air rifles knocking off weird birds to eat? Yeah. Look, I, I mean, I, Maybe. I would presume there would have been some Shanghai. Oh, yes. Shanghai action, you know. Yep. Trying to shoot, trying to shoot sparrows or something in someone's backyard. I know definitely from about twelve years on. Okay, it was it was we we're always at it. Yeah, right. And, and is that when the rum baron was around? He was around around that time too. Yeah. Um, was 13, it wasn't 12, wasn't into 13. rum so much? 
back then? No, nah, we were we were into probably pinching it from my <laughs> from my dad's <laughs> from my dad's little cupboard. But, oh, nice. Oh. And so then, obviously, through high school, that's uh, yeah know, continued to develop. I mean, and at this point, the Baron and I would be sitting the whole weekend mm. in the shed. Yeah, which had louvre windows. Uh, I see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> we just put a little rag on it, and yep. we'd just be sitting there waiting. For something to fly across across our path, and then <laughs> and we'd try and whack it, and then when we weren't whacking the birds, we we're just sh- shooting the next door neighbour's uh, swampy air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I heard that you say that somewhere. <laughs> so there would have been the guy, the service guy that went out to do that service that air conditioner would have said, "This is real heavy. This bat's real heavy. What's going on?" What about what hundreds? Is- I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not lying. There would have been hundreds of slugs in it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and did it work? Did it continue to work? Yeah, I presume so. I presume so. <laughs> I didn't did, get a, I didn't get an angry neighbour. Didn't get door, told. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> so. I, I I remember a uh, I did get an angry neighbour at the door one time, and, <laughs> and, and it's to do with ballistics in, in some form of it. We uh, we were in the backyard, myself and uh, and a mate of mine. We yeah. were about eight or nine, and yeah. similar sort of you know you yeah. started yeah. hunting. Mate was uh, trying to flick a tree with an orange in it to, you know, flick the orange out. Oh, yep, yep. And, uh, and I said, no, no, mate, that's not how you do it. And I just grabbed the orange and pegged it uh, across the, across a few fences. Yeah. And then moments later we just hear this <laughs> of glass breaking. <laughs> really? And went, oh, no, and ran inside. And uh, anyway, so we're inside on the computer playing some game and hear the door get knocked. And uh, my dad goes up to the door yeah. and uh, opens it up, and uh, the gentleman goes, "Oh, do you have, do you have a a navel orange tree?" <laughs> and uh, he goes, "Yeah, we we do. Why is that?" And uh, he said, "This just came through my daughter's room." <laughs> Whoops! And uh, we we in turn found out he was a former police inspector, <laughs> which is perhaps uh, a little bit to do with how we tracked it down. Yeah. And still, which house it was? So. Oh, anyway, so yeah, yes, uh, um, have some early uh, interactions with neighbours that uh, has yeah. not gone so well. Yeah, well, I'm sure. I mean, one of the best ones I ever saw was uh, a friend of mine, um, not on the hunting podcast, just uh, or not in hunt, actually, sorry, but just a, just another random friend went out and got this view. You have friends outside of the podcast? Yeah, it's funny, oh, isn't it? Wow, I okay. know, wow. I know. Uh, right. Uh, a whole new world. It's a whole new world I'm discovering tonight. Well, I, I don't. I try not to mix with anyone else. But yeah, but they, those pesky long long term friends keep annoying me. But but uh, no, he went out and bought this Ubu uh, surgical rubber Shanghai. Oh, you know, yes. with the arm arm rest would, on it yep. and stuff, and the ball bearings in the handle, and he Beauty. drew it back and he wavered a bit, and 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 his arm slipped up, and yeah. he let it go, let this ball bearing go, and it went about half an inch over the top of the fence. Yeah. And then just straight through this massive plate glass window <laughs> in the house behind. Oh good. And it was probably ten foot square oh, wow. plate yeah. glass window. That would have been cheap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dirt cheap. And uh that was like oh shit, he went white. Yeah. As he took off and <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, what do I do now? And I just sat there in the driveway and, <laughs> and waited. <laughs> Oh, good. Someone came around and said, uh, where's Stephen? 
<laughs> oh, good. At least they weren't trying to pin it on you. Well, that's right. I, I had an uh, innocent-looking face back then. You <laughs> still do. You just got to cover it up with a moustache. Yeah, well, see, I, I can't shave it off now because uh, right because I've been getting so much grief about it. That'd be backing that, down, wouldn't it? It'd be backing down. So yeah. it has to stay, mate. Has to stay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and well, I, mean, I, I got complimented by strangers at the pub the other night. So well, because it's November. November, exactly. Yeah, that's right. They go. It's a pearl. They said you haven't blown that for November. I can see. I said nah. This baby's been around for a while, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Well, anyway, yeah. I digress. Nothing, I digress. Not at all. It says we're under the important topics of mm. life, beards, and all that sort of gear. Yeah, and see, I can't grow a beard. So okay, is that the excuse? Yeah. No, I'm like uh, I'm like Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> patchy. Yeah. Very patchy. Yeah. Good, mate. And so then uh, what, through high school, did you guys do any hunting trips or anything like that? Nah, not. Nah, just, just shooting sparrows and Shooting sparrows swampies. and the barons always had a block up up on the in the Riverland. Ah, uh, right on. And yeah. so so we would go up there um Oh, you know, I'd, I'd probably get up there twice a year or something with him back okay. in the day, you know, because always you had other things with you or a family and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, on one of those trips, because, I mean, in those days here in Adelaide, you, when you got turned 15, you can go to the police station, get your licence. Yeah. Yep. You answer 10, 10 true or false type questions, <laughs> get your licence and you toddle off and go to the gun shop. And, away you go. And away you go. Yeah. Um, And so... One of these occasions, I'd got my first rimfire twenty two, mm-hmm. and uh, we'd gone up to the fa- the Baron's family block, and uh, I think I guess we would have been just fifteen, and yeah. his dad used to let us take the car out and drive around, and they had a range up on top of the cliffs, and we went up there and we we're trying to sight this sight this thing in. It was it was uh, just a just an old uh, Norinco JW Perfect. fifteen or something. Yeah, the Bruno copy. The Bruno copy, yeah, yes, with and to a T too, actually, yeah, yeah, he did yeah. it all right, <clears throat> um, all right, and uh, we're trying to sight this scope in, and and I didn't know when I put it on, hmm. on up and down, I put that on the windage <laughs> because I thought, oh, yeah, you turn it up to go up, then you turn it down to go down, right? <laughs> and then I put the windage up the top, yeah, we turn it left yep. and turn it right, yep. you know, yep. like I didn't know there was no internet back then. <laughs> You know, and <laughs> we had no I, guidance. I, I don't reckon you'd be the first to have made that mistake, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even so anyway, with the internet around. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we're like, why isn't this bloody thing, uh, why are we not getting this thing to dial in? We ended up shooting a hole through the roof of the car. <laughs> well, not through the roof rack, sorry. But through the roof like It was a brand new XF Falcon, like yep. it was a Perla brand new. <laughs> and we shot a hole through the, through the, through the roof rack of the car. And we went back to the Baron's old man very sheepishly, and mm. and uh, to his credit, he just said, "No more guns today, boys." <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the be- best way that could go. To yeah, be fair, yeah. <laughs> we thought, man, we're going to catch it. We are yeah. gone. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> we are gone. But uh, no, no, no. Carl took it in his stride and. And and yeah, all right, okay, yeah. good. No, uh, that came actually. That came. That story came up at his seventieth birthday a while back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it was a good one. Beautiful. And at some point, you boys uh, 
you boys head overseas. So. <clears throat> well, we're yeah, we're we're wanting to get over to NZ next year. Oh, you, you, I was actually referring to previously. You've been overseas. Oh, sorry. The, no, we'll yeah. get we'll get onto New New Zealand at some point. Definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you do any hunting overseas or, or anything like that? Nah, not no, nah, not really. Um, shot lots of guns in the states. Yep. because you can. You've he, been you've been you have there. To, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So. Did did a fair bit of fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be a pretty keen fisherman. Okay, because you guys, you guys were on boats, weren't you? Yeah, a fair bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, my my experience with that is sort of limited to, to a couple of three month stints here and there. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, because I, I, um, um, the service, you know, industry doesn't doesn't. I don't go that great with the service industry. Sort of, you know, working for richos and and yes sir, no sir, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but when the boats go into the yard, um, yeah. uh, the Baron used to hook me up, hook me up with a couple of couple of months here and there with okay. yard work because my background's a plumber. So yeah, right. So um, yeah, that used to work out really well. Mm-hmm. And so uh, so that was always a bit of a treat every now and again. And we got to, got to catch up and carry on in a yeah, different sweet. part of the world and <laughs> do some fishing together and stuff like that. So yeah, nice. Yeah, but no hunting doing that. No, not no, not 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 really. No, well, none. Actually, <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> none. Um, just in those situations, it's just too hard. Yeah, yeah. I guess you, it's you, just you're too there hard. for a reason and purpose, and you're limited in options. And and you might be working in the yard periods. You're probably working six days a week. Yeah, yeah, big um, days, I imagine. And and um, you're also sharing a cabin. With other people, yeah, that's literally you know four coffins stacked up. That's <laughs> that'd be enough for two people. So, yeah, right. So so you you don't really have a lot of room for possessions yeah. and stuff like that. So yep. So um, okay. yeah, so bad. Um, yeah. So so, and that's what I mean. That sort of took a things to take a back seat. Yep. You know. Um. But then I then then I you know I end up somewhere where. There's a lot of game, and you get drawn back in again straight away. Of course, you know, yeah. or, or, um, you know, the other thing that happened in, in later in life for me too was sort of learning to cure meats and okay, yeah, right, or wanting to cure meats and wanting to make salamis and sausages and all that sort of stuff. And how did you go about learning that? Um, just read books and okay, yeah, and then a friend of mine uh, who's been on Hunting HQ, the Sausage King. Oh yes, he's like an avid chef, and he's the guy's the guy's a fantastic chef. So mm, okay, well he's not a chef; he's a, he's a cook. But, he's a cook. Uh, but he's the guy's unbelievable. He's he just sort of eats, lives, and breathes food, and mm. dealing with food and and flavors and all that sort of stuff, and knows how all that stuff works. And yeah, right. so I've always had uh, a good teacher in him. Yeah. Um, and we've been doing our own Christmas hams for the last sort of five years, and <laughs> and uh, salamis, and uh, it works. Yeah, and and like I say, sausages and stuff like that. And then we just smoke meats, and and he's like he's one of these guys that's into the American low and slow cooking and stuff like that as yeah, well. Okay. So he built his own smoker, and <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, and then for me, once you start messing around with that, you may as well have good mate. Yeah. Yeah, and you, and you may as well source your back own. Back to hunting, yeah. And and so, you know, things like that always pull me back. Mm. And then when I get there, I realise, well, 
why haven't what an idiot why haven't I done this the last five years the first hunt we go out on or something like that you know? yeah um I guess what really solidified it though was I went moved from Adelaide to Darwin when I was 18 mm-hmm. and Darwin back then in the early 90s was an absolute uh hunter's paradise yeah yeah you know we'd get in the car after work mm-hmm. um you know, have your over and under in the back. And you're plumbing at this stage? Oh, was, yeah, I was an apprentice. I, went, I yeah. did my apprenticeship up there. Yeah, cool. And uh, you put your gun in the back seat mm. or even just leaning up in the car in the gun bag, no one yeah. cared. Yeah. And you're shooting geese in 50 minutes back then. Yeah, right. And then you're home doing like geese satay for dinner, <laughs> you know, when the geese season was on. Uh, and then, you know, pigs were pretty readily available back then as well. And, yeah. And... Um, You know, this just it was just a great outdoor lifestyle. Yeah. And so the hunting really that solidified it for me. Yeah. Locked in. And, and uh, it's never never gone since then. Never so, been far from it. Even now, though you might you might take breaks for for life reasons. Yeah. Ex- yeah, life reasons. That's probably yeah. good. That's probably a, a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah, it always keeps calling back. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And and like I say, you know, the 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 need for meat or the the want for meat or whatever. Um there's a uh, what's it? I can't remember the author, but there's a, a book called The Alchemist. Alchemist. And the guy sort of, I think it's called The Alchemist, but he, he it's it's about a young I know guy. the anarchist cookbook, yeah. but not, not The Alchemist. <laughs> yeah, well, well, the anarchist cookbook would appeal to some some, some of your <laughs> listeners, I'm sure. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Probably, uh, mm. probably a couple of the people on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's just it's like just about looking for signs in the universe and and thinking about where where you're going. Yeah. And what's pointing towards your destiny, I guess. And mm. and and I guess without trying to be too bloody airy fairy, that's what's <laughs> happened with the hunting for me. Yep. It's, you know, keeps it, coming back. Keeps coming back. So, mm. so, and I think I think having that sort of a relationship with your food too. Yeah. Um, not a lot of people have that. You know, so that, so True, that, isn't it? You know, like so they don't. You know, not many people can butcher an animal, pull it apart, know what the cuts are, know how to deal with them. Yeah. Know how to store them. And, and then, then not not only that, make it make it not taste good, make it taste great, yeah, and complement exactly. it, and that's, how the process yeah, goes. Exactly right, and th- and that's why that's why I'm such a big fan of Steve Ranella because mm. he's he's the master, yeah, pretty much. He's he's made that accessible for for lots of people. So, yep. So that yeah that that's a he's a bit of a trailblazer in, in that regard, you know. Um, as yeah. far as far as like the the. Professional hunting media type dudes go. Mm-hmm. Steve, yep. Steve's uh, one of those people that I look that I admire for for having to sort of broken that ground and doing something different. Because we've all seen hunting shows where, you know, someone like Jim Shockey or or some of these other guys go out and they shoot a moose, and that's it. Mm. That's it. Yeah. You, you know, and then then you'll see. Last week I shot this big boy here, and you'll see the mount. Yeah. And then, and then we had some burgers, or we had this or that, but nobody shows you how to break it down and do this and do that. So. Whereas Steve is very much from that sort of inception through to, through to like the food on the table. Absolutely, yeah, yeah the yeah, whole yeah. the whole process. Absolutely, and and he will illustrate that in a, in a in a, a TV show from time to time. He goes out and sort of uh, he will interview chefs 
Yeah. Um, there was a great one from the, with the, a guy from Saison, which is a, mich, a restaurant in San Francisco with three Michelin stars. So basically that's like the duck's guts as far as yeah. restaurants go. And this guy serves only game meat, evidently. Hmm. So he does elk and he does- Wait, Where is it? San Francisco. San Fran, okay. So they do like a- like if you want the full shebang there, it's like seven grand or something. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's like ludicrously expensive. It's like a, I've got the dubious honour of being the most expensive restaurant in America or something. Yeah, right. Well, like, but that's like a 13 course, like a degustation <laughs> with all, you know, with your paired wines and all this sort of stuff. And, yeah, okay. And it's pretty wild. Everything's cooked on coal. Imagine recording a podcast doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty wild we have to by get the some end, good sponsors to make that all happen, wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, but um, if anyone wants to shout Hunting HQ and Precision Shooting Podcast a a, a meal, there we, we'll promise we'll do a good we'll, mixed podcast across uh, across we'll all of to, us. We'll have to hit those guys up at uh, Scoped Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got all the money in the world. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they sure. looked after us in Perth. <laughs> <laughs> we did all right. We yeah. did eat all right in Perth, well, didn't we? Yeah, really we, uh, good. Really we, good. Do we? I don't think the the chicken story has made it onto here. The, it the, hasn't. No. The, we we uh, Simo and I were over in in Perth at the Shot Expo. Uh, at uh, yeah, they're they're in Perth, and and we did the Saturday. Now, normally, traditionally, Saturday night is the big night that we all go out, and uh, there's been a few Get stories, on the yeah, told on this podcast yeah. about Saturday nights, although not all of them. And uh, that Saturday night, I reckon we uh, ended up back in the back in the room, quiet. Yep. Sitting around, and and it was I reckon it was that uncomfortable silence of none of us actually feel like going out, but the but we should but be the get, social we should be going out. <laughs> the social norm <laughs> would be we all going out. We're all sitting around, and I think Ben said, "Oh well, at least we got to go get dinner to start mm. with. Mm. Uh, let's go get Nando's." Yeah. At which point, I've flicked open Uber Eats and gone. Uh, Nando's are on Uber Eats if you if you want. <laughs> I think you and you've definitely chimed in, going, "Oh, that sounds great. Let's sounds do that. Great. Do that, yeah." <laughs> and then, uh, so we've ended up with a hundred bucks worth of chicken. It's good chicken that lasted about four seconds. Too. I did. It was gone because in our super defense, quick. in our defense, it was Ben's fortieth the night before. Yeah, we did have a big night the night before, and we had a huge day. And and you didn't know you were going to Perth on the Friday, yeah. and then end up in Perth <laughs> on the Friday, yeah. um, and then end up out with us. And, and Perth's got that so time time zone kick, which was a killer. It was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it's only three hours, but you're, you're two awake. And a half. You're awake at like yeah. four in the morning. Yeah. It just yeah. it it, yeah. it threw through us, but anyway, mm. um, and then uh, and then the the best part of the night we 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 devoured our chicken quickly, and 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 also in our defence of a, of that much chicken, we didn't have lunch. We didn't stop at the show no, for lunch. We were flat out. So yeah. yeah, it was full on. Yeah. So uh, yeah. anyway, we uh, we did that, and then uh, I thought, oh, oh. So I was just just checking out Uber Eats, just with, with checking Uber Eats with my stomach, not with my mind, and found Baskin and Robbins on there. And uh, well, that was a good idea, though. Well, I've I've just said to you boys, uh, so so if I was getting ice cream, what flavors would you guys get? Just just out of interest, <laughs> and uh, and with the over enthusiastic response of. Um, I don't remember what they were. Mint, mint chalk. Yeah, mint, mint chalk. Something or other and some some other option. Yeah. Um, they were very enthusiastic responses and I figured, oh, 
well, there's 40 bucks worth of ice cream on its way to us somehow accidentally. But we probably would have spent 300 bucks on grog, so it was a cheap <laughs> night in, really. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> it, uh, I, think we, I think we were well in front. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good. But, um, but yeah. back to uh, Steve Rinella's uh, fancy restaurants that are uh, – yeah, that run the game, mate. Yeah, so he he did a he, he went to that restaurant, did he? As yeah, part of the show? yeah. Well, I I didn't see it as on the show, but okay, just talks about it. But they were there interviewing the chef, right? Uh, okay. And the chef was sort of taking him through all the processes and stuff like this. And, wow, yeah. uh, it's it's a great episode. I think it's called Advanced Game Cooking or something. If anyone's interested, and it's on it's on the Meat Eater. It's on Meat Eater. Meat Eater podcast uh, episode list. But stuff like that just fires me up, you know. Yeah, um, and it keeps it fresh, and it and it keeps me keeps me going. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's because, good. Yeah, because you yeah you you know it, the the it, possibilities are endless, you know. Hmm. I went to a dinner uh, the other night for one of the um, hunting hunting alliance or the one of the hunting lobby groups here in Adelaide anyway called Chasser. Yes, yeah, another one. Yeah. Uh, they did a. They did a um, a game meat dinner on the weekend. Brilliant! Yeah, and the main course, the, the, everything was fantastic, and Engo's wines paired all the wines and stuff. So, mm. so that 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 all goes straight over my head. But yeah, the main course, <laughs> the main course, because I, I I'm a beer man, but the main course was um, a, t- a nose to tail venison. So, right. so they, you have to explain that one. Yeah. So they were using the the first part of it was like a nose. warm smoked tongue. All oh, right. So that's tongue. not really. No, that's quite tongue. Well, to, licks the nose. Tongue to tail. That yeah. would have gone better. Tongue to tail. Tongue yeah. to tail. <laughs> but the first part of it, because I've always toyed. Steve Rinelli's always going on about tongue and how good tongue is, right? Right. Um, and so they had a warm smoked tongue uh, tartlet thing. Hmm. Um, which was sort of a gel- jellied sort of scenario. Then they had uh, a shaved heart stir fry thing. <laughs> wow. Then they had a loin and liver parfait thing. So, right. And so basically what they did was they made a liver pat- pate. Pate. And then they did like a thinly sliced back strap on top of that. Oh, wow. And some chicken crackling. <laughs> Which is crackling. Which is which is pretty awesome. Yeah, and you can nice. do that with duck too. Yep. Um and I like duck. basically you just peel the skin off, right? Yep. And you put it between two layers of baking paper and flatten it out. Mm. Just whack it in the oven for 150 degrees for 40 minutes. Yep. And it just it basically cooks all the fat off and you end up with like a wafer thin little piece of crispy crispy skin. Nice. Nice. Um so you know, it's just a, it's just another answer to, to yeah. uh, pork pork crackling. Yep, um, and that was fantastic as well. But I guess what I'm trying to get at is the process for all these foods mm. is you've got this at your fingertips. So just once you learn how to treat them, yep, it it's absolutely amazing. You know, so the shaved heart they par they par I think they parboiled it, then they then they blanched it. Don't even it. know what that is. Well, they parboiled. blanched it. Parboil is like if you if you want to make some really good, say, chips for your roast, uh, potato chips, just just chop them up like you normally do, yeah. whack them in boiling water and let it boil for, I don't know, 10, 8 to 10 minutes yeah. until it's half cooked. Yeah. 
and then cook and then it. drain it and then put it in the oven and roast it that way <laughs> with your oil and stuff because yeah. it's already it's already half cooked. Yeah, also, gotcha. you've sort of changed. You've sort of broken down the broken down the the vegetable a bit, and so yep. it will crisp up. But when you eat it, it's like it's all the way through. Absolutely soft in the center. Yeah. Okay. So you can you can get away with things like that. But so well. they so they blanched it and then they par froze it and then ran it through a meat slicer. <laughs> And then they whipped it up in a stir fry. And that was the heart. Wow. <laughs> and so it was way for thin, but they just hit it really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. In 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 the in the wok. Yeah. So it's incredible. Wow. It's incredible. So little things like that. And then then they did like a lamb. They sorry, they did a, a shank and kidney pie too. So they used the did like an osso with the venison a venison shin. Yep. And then made a little tiny mini pie as well. And then they also did like some some uh, sweet and sour spare ribs out of out of the rib meat. <laughs> and like all that sort of stuff. And most people listening will probably go, yeah, rib 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 uh, venison ribs are tough as old boots and stuff like that. But you do it right, it's amazing. Yeah, I've I've seen meat like hair is often regarded as not great meat. Yeah, and I know certain you know some people love it, and uh, and I. Had the uh, the pleasure of experiencing it really well, well not well done, yeah. really done well. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, yeah. And it was incredible. It was some of the best yeah. meat I've ever eaten. Yeah. Uh, but from a guy who knew how to how to work with it. Yeah, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, and that's all you need to do is, is figure out how to do it. And a lot of it's just in the hanging hanging of it. Yeah. Or or in the, in the stuff before before you even yeah, start breaking you start it cooking, down. Yeah. yeah. So. So hmm. I, I think I mean I'll tell you right now the the tongue's going to be coming with me from now on and so is the heart. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was that good. Oh, it was fantastic. It yeah. was amazing. It was it was incredible. You know, and we and we sort of we we've always been pretty good. You know, when we do a we do a deer, we'll take the we'll take the the fore quarters and the rear quarters, and we'll take the neck meat, and then we'll take the loins, and um, but this is a whole other level now. Yep. This is a whole other level now because we we've sort of learnt that oh man this is fantastic so yeah you know now the rib meat's going to be coming out with us and hmm. it's just going to be a lot more heavy pack outs now <laughs> yeah right so that's because uh, you you guys have been on a pretty big and, and well let's say well publicised hunt recently yeah uh, through hunting HQ and, uh, and yeah and bits and pieces like that how was that for an experience that it was, was backpack other, backpack hunting yeah well that was that was incredible yes yeah. that was incredible. Um, that's the first time that we'd done any, anything that ambitious. Yeah. Um, hiking into some really remote country. Mm. Um, and the plan was to be staying there for seven days. Yeah. Uh, we got chased out by weather Doesn't after always four, go to plan. Think, something like that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, that oh, was amazing. Mm. It was amazing. And, and one of the things that happened to me was I left my phone at home on charge. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yep, um, but it ended up being brilliant, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, because I just sat back and looked at the mountains, and yeah. rather than oh, I better just check my location and drop a waypoint here and do this and do that and the other. Yeah, that was somebody um, else's job. Yeah, well, Greg, I mean, Greg loves his gadgets. Yeah, that's right. So, so <laughs> no screens for a week. It was fantastic. My, I cleared my mind out, so yeah, it was wicked. Nice. Uh, and I just navigated with uh, with compass and paper map that way really yeah. yeah i mean we're at that level where the where we were hunting we, yep. we're not going to get lost yep uh we're, no at that, we're at that level but but um we're also sort of in a we're in a 
in the valley. So. Okay, yep. But just to refresh your memory and mm-hmm. just, all right, take a bearing, what do we do there? And then and then just sort of run with your compass and, and do all that again. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, it's, it, you don't notice how much you're looking at your phone until you don't have it. Yeah. It's really interesting, you know, because even when you're hunting, you've got, you've got your applied ballistics, mm-hmm. you know, you've got your, you know, your mill GPS app, you might have a, you know, you might have a, a weather app, you might have all sorts of stuff on there, but to not have it, it's, it's kind of liberating as well, you know? Mm. So, but that was a, that was a great, that was a great bloody trip because you, you really get down to what's important with your gear. You really get focused in on what you don't need for next time. Yeah. Yeah. I know you've, you've gone on pretty, uh, pretty big, uh, campaign of, of changing stuff around and, yeah. and really focusing on what you do and don't, don't need to carry. But just before we get into that, um, you, you mentioned probabilistics and I know that that's how it's, you know, sort of a way that we've connected, uh, in, in recent years is, yeah. uh, you've, you've taken more interested in taking things a bit further, taking shots uh, a little bit further. Well, of course, well, and that's how we met really was, was you did mm. some, you trained me on, on some of, uh, some, you you instructed me. Yeah, couple of courses. So, yeah, and and that was is that that's like an, another building block in terms of your your skill set. I think so. Hmm. Um, although, you know, for me, it's always been about stalking. That's okay. always that I've always get, got the kick out of stalking and getting being toe to toe and being close. Yeah. Uh, but this the trip that we just did sort of showed us that, you know, there is potential to reach out. On yeah. A big game in Australia and and on, and some of the some of the um. Lands that we have access to, you know, reaching out is important too because we saw some really, really, really sort of big representative animals mm. that that we just weren't able to get to because of the the gear that we packed in. Yeah, gotcha. So, so it was a really steep learning curve mm. on what you can do without and yep. what you need. <laughs> Good. So what's been the biggest change? Um what will be the biggest change? Well, probably I'm doing away with rangefinder and my binos. Mm. Consolidating them into, into one. one piece of kit. Yep. Doing away with anything that's battery powered that's not rechargeable. Yep. So you know, you're not carrying extra batteries and like a power pack for other stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, probably this this hurts the most, but I think I might even leave the leather man behind next time. Wow, I thought you were going to say booze, but no, I guess it's not that no, extreme. No, 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 don't be ridiculous. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking you, you're all right, mate. You need some counselling or something. <laughs> so, yeah. hey, if there's any counselling to do, that I'll, I'll, I'll take care. You of that. take care of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a plumber's job. That's all right. Um, so. Yeah, you know, like we 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 sort of were taking backup torches in. in yeah, case. okay. And then I was doubled up on batteries, and then you yeah, take. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I ended up with like four pairs of merino socks because I thought, oh, if we get wet, you know, you know, yep. uh, extra food and and such, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, and I probably wouldn't change that. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's merit to some of that stuff for um, sure, but. Um, what else? What else was obsolete? Yeah, well, I, I took my spotting scope and a tripod. Yep. 
in that particular spot. I probably don't didn't need it, mm-hmm. even though it's I've got a really nice little compact uh, Vortex Razor eleven to thirty three by fifty, yeah, which is fantastic. Um, but I didn't get much use out of it. Yeah, okay, All right. So along with the my, I've got a Vortex tripod, which is also super solid, rock solid, like the SSP. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Yep, super solid. You know, you can you can uh, just about hang a toddler off one of those. <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, but um, not by the throat. Don't mothers listening out there, you know. <laughs> but I'm but, glad, but I'm glad I was just saying, my son could probably pull himself up on it, right? right. And um, and you know, it, it wouldn't do it any harm. So <laughs> I could probably might do I could, him some harm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Solid tripod then. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not overly <laughs> heavy, but but doing away with those couple of bits of kit. Sure. Yep. Um, get rid of that Greg log as well. Well, no, no, he's he's uh, oh, going to be filming. Stuff. He's going to be filming us. Oh, there you so go. I think yeah. he'll do away with the guns, and he'll just be filming for oh, flat okay. out. So. All right, good idea. That's the way it looks like he's going. Yep, I, he'll bring a gun. He won't get help himself. <laughs> um, but also, like I had a couple of GoPros, and I had yeah, you know, okay, little things like that which I never use. Yep, and I'm not likely to start using them. I'll take a photo if I put something on the ground or if I see something cool. Uh, a little compact camera. So there's little tiny things that you think oh, I'll just throw that in. I'll just throw that in, and it all adds up. It adds up, and yeah. so we're we're carrying th- all of a sudden we're carrying thirty kilos. Yep, and um, you know it, it it's we trained a lot, mm. um, and we did it okay, but we could have done it a lot better. Yeah, you know, like like, but we were hurting. Yeah. When we came out, we were, you know, so little things like that. And, I, and I'd probably need to take it easy on the beers going into the next trip too because I could probably do without five kilos on the guts too. So. <laughs> sure we could all do that. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you're going to enjoy life as well. Well, that's right. Exactly. Exactly. So, mm. you, you know, you make compromises. But, I mean, yeah, it's really got us thinking about a gear, mm. really got us thinking about, you know, because I also had also had a, also had kit to fly camp if I needed to. Yeah. Plus tents. Plus you know it just adds up and adds up and adds up. Mm. Next time it probably looks like we'll be fly camping more, so I might look at a bivy bag and leave the tent behind. Yep. You know. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so New Zealand's on the cards. Yeah, we've been talking about that for a while. Okay. Um, is that in the ballot or something, or is this just a well, New general Zealand? Trip or? Are pretty good with their public lands. Yeah, okay. And they, they, I, I, I haven't looked at, the, at their system in detail yet. Yep. But um, I think it's very similar to ours in that you go and get a permit and away you go and find some public lands and away you go. Okay. We've had a couple of guys on that listen to our podcast very generous, generously say, oh, if you come over, yep. we'll take you out, no worries. So, yeah, sweet. So. Um, there's, there's, uh, so yeah, so hopefully we'll go out and chase some reds. Yep. Brilliant. Next year. Tar, tar is on my list mm-hmm. um, before I get too old to climb the hills. <laughs> um, but we are investigating helicopters these days. Yeah. Good move. <laughs> yeah. Hel- helicopters and a Gatling gun. That'll do a job. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just to get you in position. Yeah. Yep, say yeah. All the, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, so you wander so. around rather than spending all your time getting into... Into where you want to go? Yeah, exactly right, and and save save the the um, yeah you get in there fresh. Yep, yeah, um, that's all right. You haven't spent a day and a half getting into exactly you're right, going. and which is pretty much what we were looking at last time. Yeah, and we got down there 
on that day and we were absolutely ruined. And, <laughs> and then remembering you have to get out as well. And and I had a moment of going, shit, I hope I haven't fucked up here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I am absolutely burned yeah. now and we've got to get out. Yeah. Yeah, well, you that's know. it. There's only know. one way out. Yeah. There's so, only one cheaper way out, yeah. Exactly right. And so, but, but even, like, even down the wire to... I've just gone out, lashed out, and got some new boots mm. because um, my good old trusty Solomons, which I love, and they fit me really well and stuff like that. Yeah. They're just too slippery under load. Okay, like under heavy load, the yeah. soles are no good at all. There's a big difference between it. Yeah, yeah. big time, big time. So, and that's only something you notice with load on. on yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, not? I was slipping and sliding all over the place. The, the Baron, in particular, wasn't. Mm. Uh, but I was sliding, and I went over a couple of times going. Going in and huh, wow and yeah so so little things like that are really important and mm. keep you know things like keeping your feet dry and things like you know um, the ankle support if you do sort of start sliding yeah you know stuff like that so I'm not I mean I'm not ashamed to admit either I use trekking poles yep you know and grandpa sticks a lot yeah, of people well. call them but <laughs> <laughs> if they help, I love those they things. work. Yeah. I love those things. Yeah, yeah, it's the best thing ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, because you know we, we've all we're all we've all got like a laundry list of injuries, <laughs> the three of us. <laughs> so it's like, okay, have you got you know we're gonna consolidate our first aid kits. <laughs> and we've got ra- painkillers ranging from the mild to the to everything intense. Yeah. Yep, because of our uh, <laughs> various uh, ailments. Our various ailments. Yeah. yeah. So, but stuff like that you can consolidate too. Yeah. You know, so not everybody needs to take 20 Everything. of such in or mm. 20 of that in or whatever. So yep. the one thing that we did realize is that you got to at least have a PLB with you yep. at all times in those areas. Is that per person or is that? Per person, yeah. yeah. I mean, we probably, if there was if there was a dire emergency, we probably could have come together in about four hours okay. to find yep. whoever was in strife. but. Um, you don't always have UHF radio contact in there. You don't always yeah. have eye lo- lo- like a yeah, line, line of sight. Um, so, you know, you, you really realise that you're mortal in those mm. in those places. You know, <laughs> it's 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 uh, but it's but it's amazing. And and you know, I'm not a religious guy, but that's as close as I'll ever get to being that way inclined. Mm. Is, is spending a week on the on a mountainside. Yeah. Because you just get that real pretty epic clarity of mind, yeah, and just that all the noise in your head stops, hmm. you know. So, mm. so I, I, I put I put it down to a close to a religious experience for me, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And and so hunting adjacent uh, plans for the podcast. What what are we? Well, anything on the cards? Yeah, we're we're about to lash out on some new gear. Yeah, flash. Well, not as flash as the uh, no. the uh, studio of glory here, but um, <laughs> keeps getting different names. Keeps, <laughs> well, <laughs> we are choosing a name by the end of the night. I bet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've been calling all sorts of things. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> the studio of love. I like that one. Too, yeah, no, but, that was uh, that was working well. Audio love. Um, no, but we're looking at a at a. I know you ran a Zoom HN6 for a long time. We're looking at that, and still, I think, still do, still do on on mobile stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So we're looking at that because at the moment I'm just using like this old 
um, Korg Sound on Sound, which is a multi-track recorder. Yep. But but it just sits in the middle of the table. Yeah. So you can hear the dog come past with its ta- tail <laughs> wagon and knocking the table and <laughs> knocking drinks over and, you know, you can all sort of hear us squidging around and doing this and that. So yeah. the idea is we each have a microphone. Yep, that'll help. And then I can monitor it and just set the levels up as well because yeah. at the moment I'm getting one track out of that and so I can't mess around with every each individual's level because Greg's sort of quite often quieter than the Baron and I. So I have to spend a lot pensive. of time. He's more pensive. Yeah, I, just... think he, I think he thinks before speaking, whereas we, no. just, we just let it all out. <laughs> <laughs> unless, he, unless he has a couple of drinks and then he, uh, the thinking goes out the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that that's the next thing we're going to do. Um, and then we've got a pretty awesome interview coming up. Uh, very soon, we've, we've got an all-star producer doing that for us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go too far there. Let's not go too so, far. But. So yeah, that's in the pipeline. And look, basically, once we get this next bit of kit, we're going to be able to do interviews. And we've got yeah, yeah. Uh, the that. Baron's got the guys from Hardy Engineering brilliant uh, lined yeah. up for an interview. So because he's 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 running um, one of their barrels and one of their stocks on yeah, his sweet. deer gun, so. He's got those guys lined up for an interview. Um, I'm planning on doing a whole lot more dog stuff. Yep. Um, but but that's sort of in a in a side project as well. Sure. Uh, yeah, I've heard. It's a it's topic we probably don't have time to cover this, but I know you're quite getting into your dog, yeah, dog side of things yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Just well, expanding your knowledge on hunting generally. Just generally, but yeah. it, that's a bucket list thing that I've always wanted to do. Yeah, okay. is hunt with a dog. That's yeah. just something that just something's real primal about that that appeals mm. to me. So, yeah, brilliant. So, so yeah, she's she's six seven months old now, and she's coming along pretty well. So fantastic. Yeah, I'm gonna have to run outside and. Let her out in a minute because she's in the car. Because I was a bad dad today, and I was out for twelve hours working. Oh no! Yeah, she crapped everywhere and dug a big hole in the lawn. So I thought I'd better take her out. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> so she'll be she'll be happy in the cars. But well, we we better break for uh, for that to happen, and yeah. uh, and we were about to get into a podcast session here for your interview for Indeed. Honey HQ. So. Yeah. Simo, thanks very much for coming around early and having a bit of a yak. Yeah, no worries. I hope um, your listeners aren't aren't sick of me, but uh, oh, I've been well. on a few times now, so I ho- yeah, I hope there was a bit of a few laughs or something there. <laughs> they're, they're probably sick of us first, and uh, and yeah, then they can go listen to Honey HQ for a while and then be sick of you, but you know, and then come back to us. But who knows? Who knows, mate? So that's uh, Simo. Definitely check out Honey HQ if you haven't already. I mean, what are you doing if you haven't already? Oh, so, no, you're missing out on some top quality stuff. And <laughs> If you, had, you you would have probably probably have missed out on the mug, on a mug, yeah. yeah. We'll, well, actually, mugs. maybe not because Greg's not here. We're going to give three more away, but anyway, yeah. Who, so who get knows? On, get on it. You might have a chance. Yeah, it's probably passed by the time we get around to this one. But, yeah. You know, anyway, there, there may be more mugs. You, yeah. you can get precision shooting podcast. Oh, there's mugs. mugs born every day, mate. <laughs> plenty on plenty on podcasts that I know about. Yeah, very good. All right, Timo, we'll uh, let you rescue the dog and uh, and we will uh, get this all squared uh, away. Thanks for having me, mate. No uh, worries. Always a pleasure. Cheers, guys. Thanks for listening to the Precision Shooting Podcast. To continue the discussion, check out our Facebook page. And for more information, head to our website, www.precisionshootingpodcast.com.au. This episode was brought to you by Impact Dynamics.